Welcome back to the Woodsman Podcast. This is your host, Luis Martinez. And with me, as always, Marissa. Hey, Marissa, what's up? Hello. Our uh, lovely studio audience is always happy to see us. And yeah, this is the first episode of 2021, and holy shit, 2021 has gone, has, uh, hasn't been the best year we thought it was going to be. Uh, and it's 2020's younger brother. Yeah, and we'll tell you, we'll explain to you why in a minute, but uh, since we've been gone, you know, Christmas has gone and passed, and, and so has uh, New Year's Eve, so I wanted to start... Start things off with, um, how was your Christmas? My Christmas? Well, besides my family got the COVID virus, that happened. Yeah, that, that definitely did happen. But everyone, yeah, but now everyone everybody's fine? fine? Yeah, everyone's fine. Everyone's recovered. The only one who had problems was my grandfather, and I told you about that. But he's fine. He, he recovered fully. He's doing, you know, the best he can for someone with his health issues. But yeah, everyone fine. Uh, I didn't get it. Right. I stayed. I stayed away from everyone. But uh, it was just my mother and my and my stepfather and the kids. That was about it. I don't think. Yeah. No. No. Dante did not go with me. I remember. Yeah. No. Dante couldn't go because he had work. Right. But I went. It was a small Christmas. He got stuff. I I got stuff. But other than that, uh. Yeah, I had a good Christmas. I got season three of Yasha from you. Thank you. You're welcome. I finished it, and now you're giving me season four for my birthday. I know. You're the best boyfriend I had. <laughs> for well, those of you confused, I'm in a polyamorous relationship with me. I get to date two guys at the same time. Oh, God. And vice versa. You get to date whoever you want to date. I mean... That's, I mean, sure. In theory, sure. In theory, you can't. Dante has like two, two to three women that he goes see, that he go, goes and sees. You only have me. Well, that's why I said in theory. Well, yeah, no, you're the only one that has me. You know, so let's see. Let's see how well that holds up in the future. But anyway. Um, I bet we give the internet a headache with our on and off relationship. Oh, God. Anyway, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. Each time that we do a podcast, we either know that we're not together anymore, that we're doing this as a <laughs> as an adult, basically controlled thing. They're responsible, and then they think, oh, no, I'm dating my employee. Don't you guys have an on and off relationship? No. Yes. Sort of. Well, One minute we're dating, next minute we're not. Well, either, well, well, either, well, or either people are going to be fascinated by our relationship, or people are going to be like, oh, my God, who the hell cares? Come here, I'm on a... <laughs> Can I even find 
Yeah, so it's going to be either one or the other. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. But anyway. And there's people out there that just said, you know what? Just have sex. You guys will feel better. <coughs> I mean, they're not wrong. It's going to be angry, hateful sex. And then, and, and then we were having kids that looks like Deadpool. Oh my God! No, <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that's horrible. That's fucking horrible. That is fucking horrible, man. Oh come on! Like, like you had sex with an angry avocado, and it was like hateful rape. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, I got a. Um, you know, I went to go and see my mom's for uh, for for Christmas. That didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted it to turn out, but either way, it was still somewhat enjoyable, despite the unpleasantness that happened later that day. Yeah. And then when I came, sorry home, about that with my phone. <laughs> and then when I came home, um, you know, that's when I told everybody. Yeah, you guys can go ahead and uh, start unwrapping your presents that I gave you. Yeah. And then it just turned into, and then it just generally turned into, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just unwrap all the presents now. Pretty much, yeah. Of course, with me, I opened up my present on the winter solstice because I I don't celebrate Christmas. What can I say? I would celebrate, I don't celebrate with the actual Christmas. I celebrate the pagan version of it. Because that's where it originally started, and people were like, no, no giving present is a Christian thing. No, it isn't. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so just like how I gave you something for Christmas, you also got me something for Christmas. You got me uh, the God Gundam uh, figure from the uh, Gundam Universe figure line. Yeah. And uh, I really, I really like it. Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, I need, You're welcome. I, Did you play with it like, like on Spaceballs when, when Helmet were playing with, <laughs> with the dolls? Kiss me, you fool! No, I did not play with my figures. I have a prop, I have them propped up in my room. Um, my sister gave me the uh, the tall geese one from that same from that same figure line. And yeah, because I got a couple of them already. I have uh, Wing Gundam, um, Death Scythe, which is which is uh, I know it's your favorite just because it looks like yeah. the fucking Green Reaper. Damn uh, right it does. Um, yeah, I have uh, the Gundam Seed one, uh, the Strike. I have uh, Wing Zero Custom from Endless Waltz. And then, and then I know you gave me the Easy Eight. Yeah, I did. From AMS team, uh, yeah. the only two I'm missing right now to complete that whole collection is uh, I do. Oh wait, three. I'm missing three. I'm missing. No four. Shit. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I'm missing. Yeah, because I'm missing the R8, uh, the RX seventy eight. I'm missing Unicorn. I'm missing the Barbados. And I'm missing the uh, the Banshee. So I don't know if I'm going to be getting those figures yet. Because technically I have them already. Because I got the model kits version of them. So it's just one of those things of, okay, do I spend more money and get 
the figures or what? Yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, with that later down the line. I also got um, Nintendo Switch. I also have... No, I didn't get a whole Nintendo Switch. I got a Nintendo Switch game. Um, the, the Need for Speed <coughs> remastered for Nintendo Switch. Yep. And I finally got Bayonetta 1 and 2. Finally. And they're my own copy. I'm not borrowing them. I know you're not. Again, I still... You're good. I still like Bayonetta's short haircut. I don't... I, again, it's one of those things... I don't like girls with short, with short hair. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't even like my fucking sister and she has short hair. So what does that tell you? I just don't find it attractive. I kind of do. <laughs> I don't have short hair and I'm not cutting my hair. I know you're not cutting your hair and I don't expect you to cut your hair. So just calm down, all right? But not calm down because I need someone to pull me to pull my hair while they're having rough sex with me. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> one thing I got, and I know it's gonna, and I know it kind of inf not infuriates you, but it exasperates you is the fact that I, I, uh, my family got me these uh, smart light bulbs. I but don't get. <laughs> I don't know how hard it is because, again, I guess because I have light switches and they're, like, right near where I have to be anyways. Okay, but that's... I don't find the point to them. Okay, but here's the thing with me, okay? So, I got... So, I wanted uh, some smart light bulbs to put up in my... To put up in my garage because the problem is is that the light switch for the garage is in the kitchen. Like, literally... Right there in the kitchen, you know. I that would have is to. Very odd. What the hell is wrong with your house? And the way that my living room in the garage is positioned, you know, every time the the light is on, I would have to get up and go all the way. Now that's not too bad, but why I'm... is it? I, I got a question. Why is it? Why is it in the kitchen? I don't know, man. Those lights in the garage are in. It's are with the garage. I know. My that's my that's how my dad rewired it. Why? That, I don't, that I bothers don't, me. I don't know what to tell you. I know it bothers you. You tell me that doesn't bother you? It kinda does because oftentimes my family, you know, they'll come in, they'll look for something in the garage, they'll you leave. Turn it off. They'll forget to turn it off. And yeah, over a course of a day, that gets tedious to get up. To keep walk to get up and turn it on, to get up and yeah. turn it off, or to be straight up like yelling at them, "Hey, turn off the light! Hey, turn on the lights!" Like, it's so like, <clears throat> so that's why I have uh, smart light bulbs because I have them connected to my uh, to my Amazon Alexa device, and I could just simply say, "Turn off, you know, oh Alexa, turn off the lights." And it'll do it. And that makes sense, then, because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And then again, it's been a while since I've been at your house, and that sounds like something I possibly forgot. Yeah, it's been a while, uh, but like I said, that's... I didn't know that was a thing in your house. My God, how that's frustrating. It is frustrating, and like I said, that's why I have these smart light bulbs that's connected to my to 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 my Alexa device. E even if it's not connected to Alexa, I can always just um, 
manually manually turn them on and off on my phone. That is a way better thing than just having to get up every goddamn time. Yeah. You know, five, ten times a day, you know? Hey, at least you'd be losing weight, though. Yeah, good exercise, <laughs> but in the short run, it it, it it leads to a short short fuse anger meter. Fuse it in your brain, you going, like, like, do not kill your family. Do not kill your family. I know. You love them a lot. Don't kill <laughs> Well, well, here's and then and then I decided to put some uh, smart light bulbs here in the house, uh, here in my room, because the thing is, is that my aunt, who's visiting from Guatemala, who's been with us for a few months now, she bought uh, some Alexa devices from Best Buy, and for and I guess Best Buy had this thing where if you buy a couple of them, a couple of Alexa devices, yeah. they'll give you a free uh, two. Well, we got two free. Um. Smart light bulbs. So I went ahead and bought a brand new Echo Dot. I set it up in my room, and now it's, and now I have these two connected. And one thing that I'm doing now is I'm getting into the smart house subroutines. So now I can just set up an alarm with my Alexa device, to where, at a specific time, like when I wake up, I want. My lights to turn on automatically, and for Alexa to tell me the news. All right. Are you there? Yeah. And I know you give me a lot of shit for that. I do. I, I give you shit for it just because of the fact I am saying we're already getting there. We're almost there. The computers are going to fucking take over and kill us all. And you want to have a smart house? That's the same man. Who probably will get you know we killed first? I I welcome our our future eventual robot overlords. Of course, I don't though. I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be the resistance from Terminator and start shooting everything. If you say so. Anyway, that is if I don't die first. But one major new thing that I got recently, thanks to my. Thanks to uh, that, go- uh, thanks to that government money, that sweet, sweet government money. So, so the last time we got a stimulus check, I used it to fix my car. Granted, it's you throw that money, pretty much. And uh, yeah, so I used up the first stimulus check on my car. Okay, great. This time around, it was only. You know, the stimulus check was only for $600. And as most people can tell you, you can't do shit with $600. No, you can't. Which is why we haven't got anything or, or Dante hasn't told me anything because, you know, that's not my business. But we haven't gotten ours yet. I'm not really too worried about it. Because it's only $600. We make that in one check anyways already. Yes. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal, but... When I heard that we got $600, I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to buy a new laptop. Because this whole time, I've been having my aging MacBook Pro. And there's nothing, there's not a problem. There wasn't a problem with my MacBook Pro. It's just that there was just some 
some issues that I wanted to address. For example, um, it was going into 2021, it's already 10 years old. It's an early 2011 model. <clears throat> the highest operating system that it could support was um, High Sierra. And right now, Mac and uh, the, the Mac operating system has already gone through two operating systems already went through Mojave and is now on Catalina. The other thing I wanted to do, the other problem with it though was that it it didn't it didn't have a big hard drive. I think it only had less than four I want to say three hundred and twenty gig hard drive. Which is not a lot, especially when doing these podcasts that, that takes up a lot of space. Uh, my music that I listen to, that I download onto my iTunes, that also takes up space as well, you know. So there were problems with that as it is. And so I looked online and I found this amazing Dell laptop that I'm using currently right now. And I found it. Um, Best Buy and I, and it was it was on sale. It was like a hundred dollars cheaper than than what it was. So I and I ended up paying like almost five hundred and eighty dollars for this brand new <clears throat> Inspiron fifteen thirty five uh thirty five zero five model. And so far, I like it. It it has touch screen. It has two hard drives and it. it has a one terabyte hard drive. And a 256 SSD hard drive, just so that I can have that read and write speed. Literally, my Mac. Literally, you know how long it took. You know, you know how it takes a few minutes for my MacBook to boot up. Like it takes. It took you a fucking hour for it to boot up. Almost an hour. It did not take me an hour, but it does it take. Was an hour. It takes at least. Five to ten minutes to boot everything up. That wasn't fucking five and ten minutes. My uh, the startup time for my Dell was less than a minute. Yep. I just push the button and oh hey it's it's on. I do do my little pin number. So I'm currently enjoying it. Uh, it has a touch screen, which is. Which is kind of cool. All the laptops now have touchscreen <coughs> for Dell. Mine is a touchscreen. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I don't know if you feel this way, but but the touchscreen thing feels like more of a gimmicky part than anything else. <laughs> it like, is, I, which is why I don't... Yeah, I get it. I don't usually use it, but mine turns into like a tablet. Again, I don't fucking use that because, well... Okay, so, you, like, so, yeah. so, you, so you have the two-in-one thing. Yeah... I find it good to have it like a tablet, tablet, like if I need to use something. But other than that, I really don't use it for the full function. I use it as I would with a laptop because, well, I need the fucking keyboard. I cannot. Like, the phone is different, but you tried to use it on a tablet. And then, you know, during the buttons like that, it kind of bothers me. Because well, I can't really text on, on a tablet. Well, here's the thing with me. Uh, like, I know those two-in-ones. I know a lot of people yeah. uh, like to have them. For me, I like to keep things separately. You know, my I want my computer to be my computer, and I want my uh, tablet my tablet to be my tablet. 
Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. But again, uh, my family wants the best for me. So they got me like the two and one because those are the better laptops. I don't see much of a difference. I would have been fine with a normal laptop. And I'm fine with this as a as a as a normal as, as a normal laptop too. This one, you know, it has a it has an AMD Ryzen five core processor with a Radeon uh with a Radeon Vega graphics card. So I guess yeah. I guess I can kind of play games on it, but even though I don't necessarily play games on lap on uh, on PC since I yeah I'm a console guy. What what can I say? And um, so and and it has twelve, twelve gigabyte uh, RAM, which is uh, yeah, which is good. It is that's better. But yeah, I know I use my laptop for a normal laptop music. Uh, I go on it for things when I don't want to use my phone, of course. But yeah, no, I use I use my phone as a tablet. There you go. Yeah. And here, I would like. I'm gonna. I'm probably thinking about getting another tablet just to have a tablet. But at the same time, I'm here like, like I got my phone, got a laptop. Do I really need a tablet? I'm debating if I really need one. Well, well, like I said, I I like having tablets. Just you know, like I said, I like to take it with me to to work and all that. Yeah. And uh, then again, I really don't go out anywhere if you think about that. That's another thing. I really don't go out, and the only thing that I really need is my phone because I don't take chances not carrying my phone around. And like I said, you know, I mean, and and then the thing is, is that I really do like uh, Apple products, and I think Apple does make a really good laptop since I've used it for so long. But the only problem with that the only problem with MacBooks is and, and I'm sure you you would agree with me, is that they're kind of on the expensive side. They are. That's why I told you, you know, I've been giving you shit for this the whole entire time. Why would you get something expensive? Get something fucking cheap. Especially computers uh, are cheaper. especially if you uh You know, especially if you want to um, customize it to your specifications. Okay, for, yeah. exa- for example, I can get the Apple M1 chip with 8-core CPU and 7-core GPU, 256 gigabyte of storage, SSD storage, for almost $1,000, right? Right. But if I wanted to customize it, Let's say <clears throat> turn that eight gigabyte mem- uh, RAM into sixteen gigabytes, and give it a one terabyte f- uh, SSD storage. Do you know how much that that MacBook will cost me? How much? Almost sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, you see that. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. Again, I live on the cheap side just because, you know, I still get what I want, but at a cheap, you know, I'm, I I can save a bunch of money. And even, and let's say, and let's say I, 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 I wanted to cheap out on the low end and get, yeah. let's say a Mac Mini. 
it's still gonna be expensive. Well, here's the thing: the Mac Mini starts off at like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, that's still expensive. But again, let's say I want to upgrade the RAM. I want to upgrade the the hard drive, and now I'm looking at thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And the thing is, the Mac Mini. I'm just getting. That's 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 what I'm just getting. I'm not getting the monitor. I'm not getting the keyboard or the mouse. Just, yeah. You know, I'm just getting the Mac just just by itself. And like I said, I'm not you know uh, shitting on these com- on uh, on these uh, computers. I think they're really good computers. But again, that's my that's my problem at the moment. Yeah. Is that they're. They're somewhat expensive and out of my price range at the moment. Which is why, again, I would much rather pay $600 for a brand new PC. Yeah. Mine is always up and I'm going to have to upgrade it soon. So, there we go. Um, but anyway, so that's that's what's been new with us in and, and, and our holiday season. But um, yeah, should we get on with uh, with some news? Yeah. All right, so a lot of things have uh, have happened between now and uh, and obviously a few weeks ago when I started saving some of these things for the news. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if I showed you this, but but uh, Barack Obama has shared some of his favorite. Movies and TV shows from 2020. Uh, no, you did not show me that. Okay, so his favorite movies from 2020 is My Rainey's Black Bottom. All right. Beanpole. Baccarat. Nomadland. So. Lover's Rock. Collective. Mank. Martin Eden. Let Him Go. Time. Boy State, Salah and the Spades, and Crip Camp. With his favorite TV shows being Better Call Saul, The Queen's Gambit, I May Destroy You, The Boys, The Good Lord Bird, Devs, The Last Dance, Mrs. America, The Good Place, and The City Surreal. And uh, we got some uh, some announcement. So the best action TV series of 2020 was The Mandalorian. It won. Yay! So that's from, uh, of course, this is all IGN 2020. Yeah. So uh, 
so again, again from IGN, the best sci-fi fantasy movie of 2020 was Tenet. All right. Which is the movie we're going to be reviewing soon. Uh, we're going to be talking about it in, a, in a, hopefully in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, the best horror movie of 2020 was The Invisible Man. Which I saw. And how was it? Uh, okay. As a person who's seen all the remakes of The Invisible uh, Man, I kind of like how this premise was. But it was still pretty, pretty weak. But it was different, though, how he how he became invisible. Right. But at the same time, though, I felt like they could have done more. Again, I'm not saying this movie was bad. They had some great scenes in it, but I wish the plot was was a little bit different besides what what you know what it usually is. Right. Anyway, uh. The best comedy movie of 2020 was uh, Palm Springs. Uh, let's see. Oh, the best streaming service of 2020, once again, is Netflix. Not anymore since Netflix is taking down Power Rangers. I know, it sucks, though. But more on that a little later. The best action movie of 2020 was Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. They needed to get rid of that. <laughs> they just needed to shorten it down to Birds of Prey. Yeah. My God, that was a long-ass title. The best, <laughs> the best new TV series was Ted Lasso. Let's see. Game of the Year for 2020 was Hades. I have to get that game still. It's on the Nintendo Switch. I just, I still need to get it. I've seen gameplay of it. That game looks amazing. And speaking of Switch, the best Nintendo console exclusive for 2020 is, of course, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm not surprised because it's Animal Crossing. Best PlayStation exclusive of 2020 is The Last of Us Part 2. All right. And the best movie of 2020 is Palm Springs. Uh, let's see. The best comedy TV series of 2020 was uh, Ted Lasso. The best drama TV series, The Queen's Gambit. I heard a lot of good things about it. The best drama movie of 2020 is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, okay. The best animated TV series is Harley Quinn. I can agree on that one. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. I, I've been watching... I, I mean, watch I, I watch clips of it on... On YouTube, but it is it is gonna be on my list. I fucking love it, except for Dante though. Dante think is that if you want to watch me as an ant, as you know, doing animated stuff like this, all you have to do is just look over and find it for free. Oh my god! Now that you know, I'm a joke to everyone. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, moving on. Um, according to the Observer. 
Bloomhouse Productions and Morgan Creek Entertainment are developing a sequel to the 1973 horror classic, The Exorcist. Oh, yeah, you told me about this. I'm here going... I don't want to fucking see this remake. But I'm going to be curious into seeing it because there's one reason why I don't want to watch it. And, of course, you might agree with me on this one. I don't know. They're going to be using CG. Possibly. I I like I liked it better when they had the practical effects. I like that a lot more. Which made the original very scary. You got practical effects and it actually fucking looks real. This... Who is going to be scared of a CGI demon? Last time I checked, I wasn't. Again, I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, moving on. So, it's been announced by Warner Brothers that Wonder Woman 3 is officially in development with director uh, Patty Jenkins returning as uh, she directed the last two Wonder Woman films, and of course, it will star Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman herself. And it, it's, and it was announced by Warner Brothers chairman Toby Emmerich following the strong opening weekend performance of Wonder Woman 1984 that saw the film earn $16.7 million dollars from just about 2,100 North American theaters, alongside also being available on HBO Max. I got a question. For the third Wonder Woman movie, are they going to have, have Linda Carter in there? They should, and we'll, and we'll talk about that when we talk about Wonder Woman 1984. All right. Yay. Hopefully. I know. Uh, let's see... So, and uh, again, I don't know if I told you this already, but I, but it was reported by the New York Times that Warner Brothers will begin accelerating its DC movie release schedule with four new movies hitting theaters er, as early as 2022 and two riskier movies debuting on HBO Max. Yeah, you did. So, so that's what Warner Brothers is going to uh, decide to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of Warner Brothers, uh, it's been reported by Variety that uh, Ray Fisher, the actor who played Cyborg in the, uh, in the Justice League film, that he will no longer be be uh, participating in any productions associated with Walter Hamada, who was the DC Films president. Uh, even, and it was reported earlier that uh, the Walter Hamada has renewed his deal with DC and will continue as president of the studio through 2023. And... Uh, Here's the thing. It's just that Ray Fisher has accused Tamada of enabling a toxic work environment with uh, Joss Whedon. Who was the director of Justice League at the time. Yeah. So we'll see what happens uh, 
with that going on forward. But because of, possibly because of Ray Fisher's accusation, is that apparently uh, Cyborg has been removed from the upcoming Flash movie. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's see. Ah. And it's been, according to multiple reports, Warner Brothers is working on deals for new payments to filmmakers and their crews because of the studio's unprecedented move to make all 17 of their theatrically released movies for 2021 available concurrently for a one-month exclusive window on HBO Max. Yeah, a lot of people aren't happy about that, you know. Yeah. So now it looks like HBO Max is going to be working on a way to... Um, yeah, to get these people paid. You know, maybe give them a little bit more money. Hopefully that will satisfy some people. Yeah, hopefully. Well, here's... Well, look, here's the thing about any movie studios. You know, as long as they're holding on to these movie, uh, to these movies and they're not being released into theaters, they're losing money. They are. And the thing is, is that, as I said before, you know, I don't think we're going to go back to a, to a normal anytime soon. No. You know, coronavirus is still raging through uh, through the country, and now there's a new strain of coronavirus uh, that just hit that just hit us up already. Yeah. So it's either wait for every movie theater in the country to open up, or put it on video on demand. But as HBO pointed out, or just put it on a streaming service. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty sure HBO got a lot of subscribers to their to their new um, streaming service thanks to uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. As of right now, you know, Godzilla King Kong will be released on HBO Max and in theaters on May 21. You know, I can't wait for that to happen. So, we'll see what happens moving forward. We know that uh, that Dennis uh, Venenueve, who was the uh, director for for Dune, has accused HBO, accused Warner Brothers of having no love for cinema and calling. HBO Max, the worst streaming service. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what another bit of news there is. Uh, okay, here's something cool. Uh, where uh, Loki season two is reportedly in development. That's good. 
I know. I mean, I haven't seen. I mean, obviously, Loki, the first Loki series hasn't shown up on on uh, Disney Plus, but I but having seen the trailer for it, I really can't wait to watch it and see what the deal is with with uh, with Loki. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Disney Plus, uh, WandaVision is set to premiere uh, this upcoming Friday on January 15th. Oh. And not only that, but it will air two episodes when it premieres. With, uh, with episode three, we're debuting on on the next following Friday on January 22nd. So, so yeah, at least we'll know we'll, we'll be able to watch two episodes back to back. So that'll be cool. Yeah. So, Okay, here's some sad bit of news. Uh, we will not, according to uh, the CW, will not be picking up uh, Green Arrow on the Canaries. The, the spinoff to the Green Arrow show yeah. is now officially dead. And which sucks. I really would have liked to have seen. Uh, Seen this uh, this series for anyone who doesn't who doesn't know who doesn't follow the Arrow TV show or seen some of the Arrowverse, uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries would have seen um, Oliver Queen's daughter Mia Queen taking up his mantle, being supported by uh, Dina Drake and Laura Lance, who are the uh, the two Canaries. Defending Star City 20 years in the future. But again, so far there's been no, um, you know, there wasn't any updates on that show. Yeah. And now it looks like it's, uh, it's officially dead uh, and, and it sucks. It would have been great to see what happened because. I'm not surprised because they've done this with other DC series because it doesn't get enough views. Or interest in it has waned. There's also that. Yeah. But, like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Okay. So last year, I, I, I had stated that that Quibi has uh, shut down its production, even though it lasted only for what less than a year. Yeah, and it was looking for somebody to buy up its content. Roku has officially acquired Quibi's library of content. Oh wow! Yeah, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Roku has now bought exclusive global distribution rights to more than seventy-five short-form shows. In an effort to expand the company's free-to-stream ad-supported offering on the Rookie channel. Yeah. So, I don't need them. I mean, there wasn't any shows on 
Quibi that I was like, oh my god, I, I you know, I kind of want to watch that. You know, aside from um, from that odd, oh okay, I I, I kind of want to see it just to see what the hell is going on. What movie? Well, there was a TV series about a about a woman who finds her boyfriend's uh, sex doll. Oh, that one! Yeah, right. And it comes and it, and and and, and it, it, it comes to life. Something like that. Yeah. That's the I only one. I don't want to watch it too. That weird. I have a. It's like a morbid curiosity. Yeah. Like, uh, like human centipede. Like oh my god, this is gonna be total shit. But I kind of want to see how <laughs> how bad <laughs> how bad it kinda, is. Kind of. Centipede or two girls in one cup. Oh, oh my god! Come on, remember that back in middle school? You know, oh, I did not see that. I did not see that at all. I I heard did, the synopsis. Did your, first, did, did your first come up to you? Hey, hey, do you want to see two girls in one cup? I was like, what the fuck is that about? And they told me I was like, no, fuck you. I'm not watching that. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Good lord. I had the unfortunate event of seeing it just because one of my friends fucking found it. Well, your friends are kind of horrible people. My friends are horrible people. I'm not going to fucking lie. I don't even talk to those people anymore in middle school. Just because, you know, we lost contact and I don't stay friends with people for that long anyways. But yeah, no, I, I hang out with the most terrible people that I could possibly think of. Except for Louis, though. You're, you're not a terrible person. I know I'm not a terrible person. You're too, you're too vanilla and plain. Oh, gee, thank you. Anyway. You are, you, you know, here's Dante showing me the weirdest shit that he has found found over the internet. That's you. Hey, hey, do you want to see my new Gundam that I got? Sure, why not? Okay, thank you for making me sound like a little kid. You are a little kid. Moving on. Oh, you tell me to look at your movies, and I'm here going, okay, I'm probably not going to watch them. Okay, so according to The Mirror, uh, Jodie Whittaker is reportedly preparing to step down, to step out of the TARDIS for good following the end of the forthcoming series of Doctor Who. Oh. So, so I guess the stage is going to be set for a 14th Doctor. Here's the thing. I've had, I mean, there's been mixed feelings about Jodie Whittaker's performance as the Doctor. I haven't got to see her yet. I haven't, I haven't seen her on your stuff. Um, well, I know, I know her two, the two Doctor Who series that's been up so far is, is available on HBO Max. Yeah, I know. It's just I'm getting Dante into Doctor Who, so I'm not even there yet. I'm wa- I'm rewatching uh the Eleventh Doctor with him. Ah, uh, Matt Smith. Yeah. My Doctor is always going to be David Tennant. I that's of course. Th- that's when I got into it. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't it weird that I? Not only met a porn star 
at Anime Expo. But the thing we were talking about was Doctor Who. Louis, that's not weird. That is just fucking sad. You just tortured yourself there just to let you know. Like, no, because I knew that's what she was into. The fact that you're trying to find interest with a porn star so that way, you know, you can date her. It's not that I, it's not that I was finding interest. It's that we... It, it was more coincidental than anything else. The fact that we both liked Doctor Who. Yeah, but the sad thing is you're never going to get with a porn star. No one is that fucking lucky. And here's the thing. I have no intentions of getting... of Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not, I, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, I wish you dated me. Like, no, that I already know that's not that's more than likely not gonna happen. How would you feel if you did, did it if you did date a porn star? I mean, cool. I mean I think I would be I would like to think that I would be one of the few people that would be cool with her doing what she does. Yeah, true. You barely allow me to do stuff with Dante without getting yeah. So, <laughs> now that it's a bad thing, it's just, yeah, you, you might not want to do that if you ever do date a porn star. Which is? That they're telling them that you can't go out and be having sex with people for money. That's your job. In fact, that's what you chose as a career. No, 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 but that's what I meant. I, I would be one of the few people that would be cool with her doing that. That's different. That's different. Why? You're fighting for my love? Yes, yes, I am. Anyway. <laughs> and besides, yeah. The, see, But see, that's the difference. You're doing it for love. She's doing it for a paycheck. I could have sex for a paycheck. You oh. don't pay me that enough. Oh, my God. Moving on. Okay. Memories. Oh, my God. So you want to guess how many hours were spent watching gaming content on YouTube in 2020? I have to know. You have to tell me. I'm kind of curious. Over 100 billion hours were spent oh, watching gaming content on YouTube. You know what the sad thing is? What? I'm one of those people. Me and Dante are one of those people. That's all we did on YouTube. You know what was the lead, the most watched game? Which one? Minecraft. Dante, I don't even watch Minecraft. You know, I watch. I'm watching some RPG stuff and Persona gameplay, not Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft Gosh. was the single most watched game with over two hundred and one billion views. How does that make you feel? I don't know what to tell you. Have you ever played Minecraft? No, I haven't. You should get it. So that way you and me can play together. Oh my god, no. Why not? You don't want to build things? But that's the thing. I'm not I'm not that creative like that. I can show you some gameplay of Minecraft and I bet you anything someone built a Gundam. Oh no, 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 no. I'm sure. I have seen people build the the goddamn Enterprise. 
Yeah, that's actually a thing that you can do. And, and, I just and don't. Just, I just don't. Yeah. Think, I just don't think I have that time or the patience to do that. Or you're just they're going. I I can't do that. That's a masterpiece. That is a masterpiece. <laughs> Screenshot that masterpiece. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Sony will discontinue the PS4 Pro, and the only model it's planning to make in Japan is uh, the PS4 Slim. In order to make more PS5s. So, looks like the PS4 Pro's days are numbered. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the PS5 uh, prices to go down. Because eventually they do go down. Eventually, but... Yeah. Not, not, not... It's not going to be for a while. Soon, not no, anytime soon, no. came out. Nintendo has revealed that it's shutting down Netflix functionality on the Wii U and 3DS this June. I'm not sure the fucking Switch is out. Yeah, and there's still no sign of the streaming service on Nintendo Switch. Funimation's on the Switch. Yeah. So, I don't know what the fuck... I'm not too too worried because I have the PS4 for the uh, streaming services. Okay, you want to know what's the top 10 most anticipated anime of 2021? What? The Promised Neverland Season 2. All right. The Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime Season 2. I want to watch that. Shaman King. All right. Dr. Stone, Stone Wars. Oh, I want to see that. I need to start watching that one. I want Bleach. I want them to finish the manga's last arc. Since I'm currently watching Bleach at the moment. The Way of the House Husband. Have have you heard about that? No, I have not heard about that one. Oh my god, okay. The Way of the House Husband is uh, it's about a, a, a Yakuza crime boss. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, you told me about it. Yeah, yeah, that has retired yeah. and become a stay-at-home house husband. Yeah, you want me to show that to Dante just so, you know, just so he can watch his life in anime form. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, but, but here's... But house husbands in Japan... He, you know, that's the anime where the wife makes the money and the and the yeah. husband stays at home to take care of. Which is very uncommon in Japan, actually, because the husband is the one that goes out and makes the money while the woman stays home. Well, considering that his career choice was a, was a life in crime. Yeah, yeah, then that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Skate the Infinity. My Hero Academia Season 5. Okay. The Rising I won't the, watch it. The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. I need to finish the first season. Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba, the movie. 
I need to watch the movie and I need to finish up the first season. And honorable mentions include Cells at Work Season 2, Cells at Work Cold Black, The World Ends. I can't wait for that one. uh, Cells at Work Cold Black. The World Ends with You. We Zero Starting Life in Another World Season 2, Part 2. Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time. Uzumaki and Chainsaw Man. I can't wait for Chainsaw Man. That's another one that I want to watch. Yep. And uh, okay, this is this is interesting. Uh, the the Comic Market Committee announced Sunday that the planned Comic Cat ninety nine event will now take place. Over three days on May the second through the fourth, starting next year. Oh, of course, it's probably due to COVID nineteen. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I wonder if me and my sister will be in Japan around that time. If everything is back to normal by then. I mean, that's what we're hoping for. But uh, but anyway, uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, okay. I don't know if I told you this, but the eighteen meter life size Gundam. Has set two Guinness World Records. Okay. One for the largest mobile humanoid robot. And the largest mobile Gundam. The records were officially acknowledged on December the 3rd. With December 17, the the Gundam factory at Yokohama held a ceremony to to commemorate the acknowledgement of the record. So there you go. And you're just there, like, I want to get him one. I'll tell my, my nut nut to do that. Oh my god! <laughs> the thing is, you actually would. But you, screw it! I'm not using these for kids. Uh, okay. Warner Warner Media has announced on Tuesday that HBO Max will add the following anime to its lineup. Ready? Yeah. Night is short. Walk on girl. Uh, Promar. Ride your wave. ReZero starting life in another world. Director's cut. And here's the thing. Uh, my sister wants me to watch uh, Promar with her. Why? I, I, I don't know. But it, it. she did see it. I think with her boyfriend when he was out in movie theaters. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and uh, for anyone who's uh, who's some Inuyasha fans, you can now get the beads of subjugation uh, made with real gemstones. Yeah, you showed me that. Oh my god, I want that. Uh, yeah, the accessory is personally supervised by series creator 
Romoku Tak Takahashi and captures many of the physical details depicted in the series. Uh, the bee comes in a box with gold tooling. It'll cost about 22,000 yen, about $212, and can be ordered from the Shonen Sunday Premium Shop or from Premium Bandai. The deadline for orders is January 17, and the item is expected to ship in March. Hey, Lewis. No. You said the same thing that Dante said. It's two hundred. It's two hundred and twelve dollars. Oh, Dante said too. And then he gave me the choice: Do I want to live here or have the beach with me? You want both. That's why I'm going to you, Lewis. Oh, for love you. I love you too. No. But but you don't. But you're not moving out. Still, no. Oh, come on. You spent that much money on your box sets. It's, no. <laughs> but you spent that much on Gundam anyways. No. How come you're allowed to spend that money on yourself? Because that's my money that I worked hard on. But what about me? No. But, but I love you. And I love you, too. I'm not going to get that for you. Why not? It's not like I'm going to put them on you. No, you're going to put them on Dante and then say, sit, boy. I want to see if it actually works. It's not. But I just wanted, I wanted, though, as a collection. Oh, my God. Moving on. And finally, Amazon Japan has revealed the most watched anime on Prime Video in 2020. Now, All this right. is only for Amazon Japan. So, ready for this? The top yeah. five animated films on the service are Burn the Witch. I need to watch that one. Same here. Sumi Kogurashi, Good to Be in the Corner. Dragon Ball Super Broly, Promar, The Secret Life of Pets 2. And the top okay. five television anime series are ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Fire Force, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Haikyuu to the top, and my teen romantic comedy Snafu. So there you go. All right. And uh, before we um, before we take a break and we uh, talk about um, our two films, there's something that happened this week that I wanted to talk to you about, and. This, this, of course, involves dumb white people. Yeah. We're going live for Black TV. White folks are dead. Yeah. We're getting the fuck out of here. Dumb We're going white people. Let's go, motherfucker. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, this I don't know, in a weekend, I don't associate myself with them. 
Okay, so while you were talking, I had that whole skit from, you know, the Black Reporter. Oh, yeah. But, no, what I meant by dumb white people, I meant... The... The MAGA supporters? Because, okay, okay, because... Wednesday should have been a time of celebration. It should have been when we found out that those two Repub uh, Democrats from Georgia had won their seats. Yeah. And we're going to wrestle control away from the Republicans. But instead, Donald Trump held a rally where he encouraged people... To storm the fucking U.S. Capitol. Yeah, and then there's videos of people going, you know, that the airports are are, are calling them terrorists and that they're crying about it. Like, oh, I'm not a terrorist. Oh, wait, you attack the Capitol? You are. Not only that, I mean, they're, no, they're on the FBI's no-fly list. Yeah. What did that tell you? That's called a terrorist. If you're on FBI's list, that's that's bad. Oh, some of these morons have already been arrested. Yeah, and the yeah, and ten years in prison. Now I know what you're thinking. Ten years is not a lot. Well, what? No one is stupid enough to, you know, to break into government facilities. That's why it's ten years. They might up the sentence now. Well, here's the thing. There's always the chance that Donald Trump might just pardon these people. Yeah. Before leaving office? But who knows? No, I mean... But he's not taking responsibility. Oh, no. He never... When was the last time he took responsibility for anything? Nothing. He, now he's saying, you know, that this is not his fault. Yes, it is. You know, you know, the day of, he encouraged these people to march down towards the Capitol. And they did. And then they fucking stormed the building. And, and what... And I cannot believe the incompetence of uh, the D.C. Metro Police. Well, yeah, because they don't know what to do. Apparently, according to them, that was unexpected, and they don't know what to do about that. Bullshit! They were, they were they there. They were, on. they were there for for Black Lives Matter, but they oh, couldn't yeah, stop but, uh, a bunch of dumb white people. They shot one person, and they died. They shot her in the neck. I know. But that and was then, only one person, though. Do, do they what? Do they don't what? They don't have enough bullets. And then, I don't know how they have they have about a billion dollars to waste. Yeah. And then, uh, and then later that day, Trump went on TV and said, "Oh, you know, go home. You know, we love you, and you're special." Who the fuck says that? They didn't go home. And then the next day, Trump, in a very somber tone of voice, said, uh, oh, we're going to go through a peaceful, orderly transition of power between him. Finally recognizing and admitting defeat. But still, it, it took this to happen? I mean, what the fuck? And the thing is, I don't remember people doing that Four years ago, when Trump was was elected president, remember? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. People storming the Capitol because they didn't want Trump to be president. 
Exactly. And then we have all these white people like going, put Trump back in office. Because they believe the election was rigged. It's like, again, but, I, I didn't vote because I don't like voting. But but just about everybody that came out and said, no one rigged the election. Like, this election was not rigged. There, There's no evidence. Rudy Giuliani could not find a shred of evidence. Donald Trump's own Department of Justice, his own Attorney General, William yeah. Barr, said there was no evidence that said that any type of fraud took place in this election. Well, Trump and the rest of these people believe that there was, you know, a rigged somewhere that he was supposed to win again. No, because according to Trump, like, oh, if I win, that means that the uh, the, the election was was fair and nothing happened. But exactly. If, but if Biden won, that means the election was rigged and people voted illegally. But no, I mean, it's all bullshit. And like I said, coming uh, for this upcoming session of Congress and the Senate, we now have the Democrats in control. So hopefully they don't they don't fuck things up like they usually do. Here's hoping. Here's hoping, you know? Yeah. Anything else you want to mention before we move on to our to our main two uh, to our two segments of tonight? No, that's about it. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and when we'll be back, we're gonna be talking about the 2020 film Tenet. You're listening to the Woodsman Podcast.
And for our first segment, welcome back, by the way. In our first segment, we're going to be talking about 2020's Tenet. So, so yeah, this. So yeah, the movie came out officially on uh, September September third. Uh, directed and written by Christopher Nolan. And uh, it stars uh, John David Washington as the protagonist. That's it. Like you never hear his name throughout the whole movie. His name is just the protagonist. It stars uh, Robert Pattinson as Neo. It stars uh, Elizabeth Debicki as Cat. Uh, let's see. Robert Pattinson. Don't forget about him. I did say Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is Neo. Uh, Kenneth Branagh as Sater. Dimple Kapadia as Priya. So in the film, we meet up with a uh, CIA agent um, during a um, during a, a participating in an in an operation uh, at a Kiev opera house, where he sees something very peculiar during the mission, where he sees a a bullet in reverse. Like he sees a bullet in the um, in the wall, and then it kind of goes back into the gun through through a guy as he was being saved by uh, before being shot by uh, by what the Kia police. Yeah. And at first, he thinks he's there to to stop like a nuclear arms deal or something. However, he sees. However, it turns out that the uh, that the uh, the thing he was there to, to to capture was an artifact. However, he then is kidnapped by a bunch of mercenaries and uh, tortured before taking a cyanide pill. He then wakes up a few hours later to find out that. By him taking the pill, he had passed some sort of test and is now in a, uh, it was recruited by an organization called Tenet. Where he's told that um, by a scientist that uh, people from the future have... um, have been sending uh, inverted objects, objects that don't pass through the normal passage of time uh, through into the past. Like, for example, 
uh, with bullets, right? Instead of a bullet, you know, being shot from, you know, by a gun. Yeah. You know, the bullet, it, like, let's say you shoot a gun into the wall. An inverted bullet will instead be unshot. It doesn't quite make a whole lot of sense. But as the film says, don't think about it too much. <laughs> so there you they go. tell you that, but it makes you want to question more because I'm watching this movie, and again, I'm still confused just by just by listening to it. Because I'm here, like, like, okay, I watched this. What the fuck happens throughout this movie? Like, I, I get it. At the same time, though, it's like still I get, there's, I, there's I, issues. Yeah, no, the whole thing about the movie is that uh, it's that it's moving backwards through time. That's just, they should have just said that, then I'm just using all these logical terms. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, uh... So, so all throughout the movie, they're, they're going backwards? Pretty much. But how does that affect time? I mean, I get I get it. Get where they're going for about the same time, though. What? <laughs> so anyway, uh, it turns out that that there might be a weapon in the future that can wipe out the world. So our protagonist is uh, is tasked with finding out, you know, where these weapons are coming from. So he talks to. Um, to an Indian arms dealer named Priya, who uh, points to him a Russian oligarch. Why is it always Russia? Because Russians are bad people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't we know. can say that about every other country. But have you noticed through all of these films, always the Russians? Yeah, but you know what? Before he talks to Priya, he gets into contact. With another operative by the name of Neil, who t- who uh, joins him as his uh, uh, sidekick, almost. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, um, having only known Robert Pattinson as in Twilight, in Twilight, Robert Pattinson really does a good job in this film. You see why I like him I in that was, movie, I like was, The Lighthouse? I was visibly impressed by his performance in this film. And you, now you feel bad for him, for him because, because, in fact, he would be forever known as Edward in Twilight. I know. It sucks, but it is what it is. Anyway, so, so after getting some information from, a, uh, from, a, from British intelligence, our protagonist finds out that uh, Seder, the Russian oligarch, is, uh, is, has an estranged wife who he uh, blackmails with by a, for- by a forgery copy of a painting that she sold him. He uh, talks to her and finds out that, um, that if he destroys the painting, he can... Um, he can get her. Um, he can get her to cooperate during his mission. So he goes over to a. Um, 
so that's when he um so that's when our protagonist plus the plots to uh to steal the drawing the painting from a facility at the uh, Oslo airport that acts as a as some sort of a vault right right well during that whole little operation where they do this whole thing where they crash an airplane and stuff happens and the vault goes on to lockdown they they find a machine a turnstile that can that can invert objects and people. We find that out when our protagonist fights off against uh, a a man dressed entire, entirely in in uh, in black police gear, and Neo is fighting the same person is fighting that person at the same time. And we find out that the that the guy that the protagonist is fighting is is actually inverted. He's going backwards through time. Kind of interesting, isn't it? I mean, that whole fight scene was was really well done, we very well choreographed, and really interesting. Yeah. You have to admit that. I do. I'm not saying that that, that it was a bad movie. It just just there the science. Some type of logic in there. Afterwards, our protagonist meets up with uh, with Seder, and uh, and that's when our protagonist tells him that he can um, steal uh, a plato- uh, a plutonian uh, isotope for him. Afterwards, um, our protagonist and Neil goes ahead and uh, ambushes an armored truck that has supposedly has that plutonium that that Seder needs, but it turns out that it was the artifact that was stolen from uh, from Kiev earlier in the film, and. Um, Eventually, our main characters uh, find and uh, see that Seder himself has also been inverted as well. And uh, during that whole mess, uh, our the protagonist gets kidnapped by Seder, questions where the uh, artifact is at, and then shoots Cat with an inverted bullet. When Neo... Uh, Having some help from um, from a mercenary group, from not mercenaries, but like kind of seems like they're mercenaries hired by Tenet, the organization, um, to help out the protagonist. The protagonist inverts himself, goes back in time, and. Uh, and with the help of Neo, um, he, like I said, he inverts himself with with Cat, and uh, they go all the way back to when they're plotting the heist to to the turnstile, and that's when we find out that it was the protagonist fighting himself. That's kind of a mindfuck, isn't it? 
It is again. If they're fighting themselves or have any contact, the whole supposedly the whole universe where you know would explode or cause a time paradox, some shit like that. But do you understand? But the thing was, they technically did not get into contact with one another, not skin to skin contact, just because of the fact that the protagonist was wearing like his whole everything about him was covered up. Again, but the universe fucking doesn't work that way. Universe would know, hey, this is not supposed to be a thing. Usually something would happen. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. So, uh... This but, movie bothered me. <laughs> yeah, afterwards, the, uh, the protagonist manages to get away. Uh, in time, um... He he unverts himself, goes back to the normal flow of time. But again, because he's going backwards through time, he went back to the past a little bit and finds out that um, that there was an algorithm that Sador is trying to assemble that can destroy the world. You know, he goes back, you know, with because uh, the protagonist goes back in time and uh, talks to Priya about the artifacts. And we find out that Cat, from Cat, that Sador is dying from uh, pancreatic cancer. And that he wants to trigger the algorithm because, in his words, if he can't have the world, no one can. So here, are you going to fucking blow up the whole entire world? Pretty much. So basically, they made something that was so simple into a complex movie. Pretty much. Why do you make me watch these kind of movies? You know I'm slow with these films. So Tenet tracks down... uh, the algorithm to Sater's hometown in northern Siberia. So the protagonist, Neo, Cat, and Tennis invert themselves back to that day uh, to do a temporal pincer movement where uh, where um, where a red team troops move forward in time while the blue team troops move backwards. And um, so the protagonist, with some help from uh, from Tenet, retrieves the art, uh, retrieves the algorithm, stops it from happening. Uh, with Cat killing Sador during their trip back to Vietnam, which is the most gruesome way to kill fucking someone. Oh, shoots him and then throws him overboard and all that shit. Oh yeah, yes. and his neck. Didn't you hear the cracking when his neck? Cracked. Oh yeah. Fucking had a broken neck. I'm like going mm, the crunch. Gotta love it when you hear that that, that that crunch on a neck. So, so the protagonist Neo and uh, one of the um, troops in Tenet by the name of Ives break up the algorithm to part ways, and um, and that's when the protagonist figures out. 
Oh, or and, and that's when it's revealed that Neo was recruited by the protagonist in the future. And that uh, they had a long friendship and that while this is only the beginning friendship for the protagonist, this is the end friendship for Neo. Later on, when Priya tries to kill Cat, Cat uh, gets a calls up the protagonist, and so the protagonist goes back, go back in time to kill Priya, but not before revealing that the only reason Tenet knew about what the hell was going on was because it because the protagonist is the one who uh, creates Tenet. That the whole time, this whole the whole time throughout the movie, we find out that it's the uh, that the protagonist has been working for himself. Is your mind blown? Yes. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Uh, this isn't like the first trippy <laughs> movie that Christopher Nolan has ever made. No, Inception was pretty trippy as well, too. Yeah, Inception was pretty trippy. Uh, Interstellar was pretty trippy. You know what? I have never saw that movie. I'm going to be honest. You, you, should, you should. It's a good movie. Uh, do you have it? Yes, oh, I do. You, you have it on Voodoo? Yeah. I should. I did not know that. I should have it. Let me let me check real quickly. It should be on Voodoo. And then you realize, oh shit, I don't have that movie. Checking it real quick. I'll tell you which movie I don't have on Voodoo, but I have it physically, is uh, Memento. I never saw that one either. Yeah, yeah, it's on Voodoo. Okay. Interstellar. Yeah, he also has a. Uh, he also did the Prestige. Like, yeah. like I said, I, I've, I've. Uh, well, he was a writer on the Prestige, but not, not the director. But no, I, I watch. Just, I mean, like I haven't watched all his things. Like I never watched the following, but I've watched most of his. Um, of his work. Like, I haven't watched Dunkirk yet. But I watched Memento, Insomnia, uh, obviously the Dark Knight movies. I haven't watched The Prestige yet. Inception, Interstellar. And yeah, it takes it takes a, a good couple of viewings to watch the movie. This, is, this has only been my second viewing, but I still liked it. The first this time, is my first viewing, so I'm here going, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, I think this is one of those movies where you have to watch it a couple of times to, to understand what the hell is going on. Yeah, I could believe that. Just like with Obsession, it took me a few times to watch it to fully understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah, there you go. And... Um, But yeah, no, like I said, uh, Interstellar, uh, no, Tenet is a really good film. I watched this movie when I was watching, uh, I, I watched this movie first um, 
when I went to um, to dri- to the drive-in movie theater near near my house because the thing is, Tenet was one of those movies that for whatever reason uh, Christopher Nolan did not want in this movie to be on video on demand. He felt that this movie should be shown in theaters. Joe, you only made for drive drive-in theaters. Or movie or theaters that were still open during the pandemic. Yeah. But you're just wondering, they should be closed down. And it was the fifth highest grossing movie of 2020. However, it failed to break even due to its costly production and marketing budget. With Warner Brothers saying that they lost about $100 million. Well, yeah. But again, that's that is intended because it was delayed three times because of the pandemic. So it so you know, the fact that it lost money, you know, it's just one of those things that it sucks, but again, yeah. You know, it it wasn't. Uh, it didn't came out. You know, it came out during during the pandemic. Not the more you can do about that. And I love John David Washington's performance in this film. I I thought he was a really good protagonist. And I didn't know about this going into the movie theater. But uh, John David Washington. Yeah. His father is Denzel Washington. either but yeah if you think about the last names yeah i mean washington is a pretty common last name yeah but not in the movie industries i bet maybe not but because i don't know any other washingtons besides these guys in the uh, entertainment industry unless there are and i just don't know them i don't know but no, like, but no, his dad, his dad is also, but his dad is Denzel Washington. Well, he lived up to his dad's reputation when it comes to acting. He's a pretty badass actor, though. Yeah. And like I said, I was visibly impressed by, uh, by, uh, Robert Pattinson's performance in this film as well. Yeah. Again, I'm not disappointed because if you've seen The Lighthouse, he also did a pretty good performance as well, too, for a horror film. For It's not really horror suspense, but give or take how you see it. But yeah, enough for a suspenseful film, he actually did a good job. But you know what? I will agree that I think what trips pe- what's going to trip people out the most about this movie is the whole invert, outvert... Uh, theme of the movie, the fact exactly the fact that an object is going backwards through time instead of forwards through time. Yeah. You know, like if I, like if I drop the pen, like instead of dropping a pencil, the pencil will will come back up. Will come back up. 
And you did their call. What the fuck just happened? I'd be wondering. At first, if that ever should happen to me, the first thing I'm going to be wondering, what drugs have I taken? Right? Or the fact that we have we have a main villain in Tenebrana who um, who thinks of himself as some sort of god that he can that only he can decide to destroy the world. Well, that sounds like our president. No, well, that's also true too. <laughs> Good lord. No, so but what were some of your favorite parts in the film? I like the uh, drive, the uh, driving scene near the end. Remember, he had to go back, back, back three times to save that girl, and it's showing how he, you know, how he did it. I like that scene a lot because I just like the concept of what happens if you should die in that world or in that timeline that you freeze. Yeah. Like what the fuck? You you, you freeze to death? But it even made me wonder, do you, do you die in the normal time that when you're free, or do you just come back like how he came back, but cold? Who knows? How the fuck did that even work? I, I, I don't know, man. I try not to think about it too much. I like the concept, but you know, at some point you have me who has to think logically throughout these movies. It's like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, I can watch a fucking comic book movie without questioning shit. I know, right? Like, what's the DC stuff? Well, I can watch it without questioning, you know, the logic of how the fuck do you have magical powers, and then suddenly we come to this. And it's like, How ah. do you freeze? I, I don't know what to tell you. I like that scene! But they need a logic! And then I do like the part, though, because apparently you cannot breathe when you're when you're going back through time. I'm going... Back to the Future made it look like it was possible to breathe. No, no, but the thing is, he's going backwards through time. So it's almost that like... That shouldn't really cause any breathing issues. He kind of does. He, look, that part kind of makes sense. Because instead of air coming into your lungs, air is going, going out. out. Oh, I, I guess that's how it's <laughs> going to be. I don't since, since everything is going backwards... Yeah, I guess so, because you, then you're losing air. I guess that makes sense, but at the same time, though, it's like, should that be a thing? I, I should I should uh, show you uh, the, the pitch meaning to Tenet, because even, even, uh, even, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll, you'll probably be just like that guy from pitch meetings. But anyway, uh, what else was I going to say? No, you know what was my favorite? My favorite scene was the uh, was uh, the the vault scene. Any anytime, any you know, the first time and the second time they went back to the vault. Oh when, yeah. When when the protagonist is fighting himself. Of course, you like that scene. Cause you know you like to watch a scene. Hey, look, I'm fighting myself. Why the fuck is the universe not blowing up? Cause it's very trippy. It is trippy. It's like. I'm here going, what the fuck? She's fighting himself? Yes, he is fighting himself. Wait a minute, what? They've been friends for that long? So are we watching his life, or is he still moving forward through time? There has to be some kind of sense of logic here. 
I'll tell you the same thing that the 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 10th doctor had said during an episode of Doctor Who. What? Uh wobbly wobbly timey wimey. Oh my god. <laughs> like I'm still trying to figure out so the whole movie were we watching his life before everything? Is he is it that's currently going on? What the fuck is going on? Okay, we see okay. The whole movie is pretty much about the protagonist uh, being recruited into the organization Tenet, only to find out that he was the one that created the organization in the first place. Does that make sense? So it's him. So it's him basically seeing himself, his presence of seeing what his. Gets past slash future self sees something like that. I get it. I honestly get it, but at the same time, though, it's like, why am I watching this? How much did your brain hurt after the movie? My brain hurts. And you wanted to watch this movie high. I kind of did watch it high too. Oh, for God! So the scene, so the scene made it made it even look even more trippier. Good lord! Hey, give me some point that I remember a whole fucking movie though. High. Still. What? What? You're not impressed? I can remember a whole movie while high. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. That's it's visibly impressive. I'm. I can function when I'm on when I'm under the influence. Apparently so. So, what would you give this movie as a rating? <laughs> well. Well, what? What would you give this movie as a rating? Oh. Sorry, the audio cut out of it. Uh, oh, for God's sakes. It wasn't my fault. The audio cut out. That's why I said what? I gave it four out of five. What the fuck did I just watch? Because it is a good movie. I'm not going to lower it for the, for the, well, lack of logic it had. Uh, you said four out of five? I'll give this one four and a half, four and a half. Universal implosions out of five. And you're back. Hello? Well, you know what? It doesn't matter either way. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we be back, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984. You're listening to the Woodsman Podcast.
Welcome back. And in our second segment, we're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984. And uh, this movie came out very recently, came out on uh, December 25th of uh, 2020. And this was one of those movies I was really anticipating. Uh, What about you? Yeah, I like the film, at least. Yeah, no, I, I did. I don't know why a lot of people were, were hating on it. Well, because they don't like the whole magic wishing thing with the issue. Maybe. That's why a lot of people... That was, well, that, from what I read on a bunch of the, um, you know, a bunch of the links and everything, that a lot of people were commenting that they just didn't like how, you know... Basically, one of those movies, movies, be careful what you wish for. I mean, I could see that. They wanted a little bit more, but, you know. I'm here, like, like be glad that we got a fucking second Wonder Woman movie. You know, that is true. That is very I, true. I didn't see any problem with it. I liked how it was, but, you know, I don't mind about the plot. So, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, uh, directed by Patty uh, by Patty Jenkins, stars once again Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, Chris Pine as Steve Trevor, Kristen Wiig as Barbara Minerva, Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord, and um, in this film we get a quick shot. Uh, we get a quick. Um, Flashback to when Diana was a little girl participating in some. It kind of looks like a not, not not the Olympics, but it's like sort of like this athletic event. Yeah, kind of like the Olympics. And she kind of took a shortcut when she um, when she's like falling off her horse. And even though she was like the first one there, she gets stopped by um, by uh, Hippotalia. Hippolyta. I mean, I don't know what the fuck her name is. But yeah, the first, the, yeah, the 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 general from like the first movie that died. Remember? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know if other people. Well, no, I'm talking about either. Hopefully they do. But yeah, in the in the film, she's told like, "Oh, you're not supposed to win by cheating. You're, you know, the truth is all that matters." Yeah. And we see Wonder Woman living in 1984, uh, you know, doing her best to stop crime, but also making sure that she stays anonymous. Like we with see- all the 80s references that they had in the mall. Oh, yeah, there was a shit ton of references there, huh? How old do you feel? Old. Well, here's the thing. I was born <laughs> after the 80s. I was born in November 1989. So, yeah, I was born right after all that crap happened. In the magical time that was the 90s. 
Yeah. Do you feel I old? I was born in the 90s, lived, all the, lived, lived most of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. We're old. Yeah, very old. Yeah. My sister doesn't even know what a VHS is. She really got introduced to one, though. What happened? Remember the VCRs? Oh, yes, the VCRs. But yeah, so like Wonder Woman is like destroying the video cameras and saving people. So after the whole mall scene, uh, we see Diana working at the... Uh, I want to see at a museum. And where I would we, call it a museum. Yeah, where we meet up with... Uh, one of her co-workers, uh, Minerva, who's this, uh, who's not that very confident about herself. She's like very, like people, people are always forgetting about her. So she, yeah, yeah so she, um, so she gets a new shipment of, um, of one of the things that the, um, bad guys from the movie were trying to steal. And apparently they were trying to steal this one artifact that was that supposedly makes all your wishes come true. So, of course, Wonder Woman Diana uh, wishes for Steve back while Minerva wishes for... Um, For uh, to be more to like, be like Wonder Woman. yeah, to be more like Diana. Sorry. Later on in the film, uh, a little later, we're introduced to uh, Maxwell Lord, a um, a he's supposed to be like this very entrepreneurial type of character, but as we later find out throughout the movie, he's sort of a con man. Yeah, like Trump. I know, right? I have a whole feeling there was there was a movie just to make fun of Trump. You think let's so? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The main villain it kind of acts like him. Yeah, but the thing is, is that, is that Maxwell Lord has appeared on 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 the Wonder Woman comics as well as um, he was also one of the main characters of season one of one of Supergirl. Then so, I don't know. Then it's just a weird coincidence. Yeah. Anyway, so so we find out that uh, it was Maxwell Lord that's trying to take the um, this uh, this artifact. That can grant wishes for himself. And while Diana is, is uh, trying to stop Maxwell Lord to getting together with, with uh, Minerva, this uh, total stranger comes by Diana. And at first, Diana it, like 
refuses his advancement like all the other guys she does. He eventually says something similar to that reminds her of Steve. And that's when she finds out that Steve's spirit is somehow possessing his body. And then he turns into Steve. Although we, the audience, see Steve. Everybody else in the film sees this fucking total stranger. Yeah, that's dating, you know, like dating Diana. You're just there wondering, huh? Okay, then. I see no problem with this. He, 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 when we see what the guy looks like, he's a normal-looking guy. You don't see a problem with Steve possessing some dude and him and Diana having sexy time? No, with not some, at all. With you some know, body that, that's, that's being just, borrowed. Well, no, it's just, you know, that, that, that's just every Saturday night. You know, you go out, you want to possess someone's oh body my for God. I don't see anything wrong with that. Of course you don't. Hey, at least that person got free sex. What happens that person was a virgin? <clears throat> now they're not. Oh, my God. Think optimistic, Lewis. Um, shut up. What? So if I wished you back from the dead, you wouldn't, you would question the fact, you know, that you're in another person's body while we're having sex? Yeah, I'm sure me, the spirit, wouldn't mind. I'm pretty sure the guy that I'm possessing would mind. I don't think so. I think I'm an attractive woman. What if I'm possessing a gay guy? Well then. <laughs> well then, right? That man became straight then with my body. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Maxwell Lord steals, uh, steals his artifact and wishes that he possesses the same power as the artifact. And then he starts making wishes all over town. However, the wishes do come with a little... Uh, Uh, it kind it, it kind of comes at a cost. Like for example, like, a little cost. That was fucking a little cost. Let's see here. The man ends up looking like he's dying. Well, no, I mean Maxwell Lord. Yeah, it comes out worse to where. But when he makes the wishes to somebody, he's like, okay, you know, I I can grant you this wish, but then I'm also gonna take something of yours. Yeah. Like when he goes and sees Simon Stag, Stag unwittingly wishes. Uh, that Maxwell Lord is successful. Yeah. And then, and then Maxwell Lord says, "Okay." And in return, uh, the FBI is gonna come and arrest you. Yeah, I'm here going. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Okay, I get it that you know everything has to come with a price. It's the way of logic yeah. and karma and all that other bullshit. Everything must come to for a price, but sending the FBI on someone and setting people up like that, like, what the fuck? It shouldn't be that bad. And yet it is. Exactly. Like, it shouldn't be something little, like, I, I don't know, something gets taken away, but come on, the FBI's coming after you. Like I said, it sounds like our president. So Diana and Steve notices this, and they go after Maxwell Lord, going into the Middle East, where Maxwell Lord uh, makes this deal with some Middle Eastern prince in return for oil, 
that the that the prince will have full control of his uh, territory. Yeah, because there's nothing like saying saying I'm an evil bastard by killing the planet. And as Diana is uh, trying to stop Maxwell's Lord, we soon discover that she's kind of losing some of her power. Yeah, because she made that wish for Steve. And while that's happening, uh, Minerva, Barbara, Minerva is getting more, uh, more powerful. She's becoming more confident, more sexy. But it's coming out of cost, like when she beats up when she beats every living crap out of that uh, one molester. Yeah. To which I'm like, you know what? I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> that guy was an asshole. Yeah, but then you got to remember, you know, later on you start losing your sanity. Yeah. It all starts going, it starts, it all goes, start going through your head. Yeah, that's a good thing. But think about it, though. Later on, she keeps doing that to innocent people. Then we have problems. Yeah. And that's when Steve, uh, Barbara, and Diana find out that the wishes were, in fact, a product of this evil evil god who, uh, who yeah, grants wishes and everything. But the thing is that, uh, is, uh, again, it's like that whole saying, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It got to be Loki because it's some because it sounds like something he would do. It wasn't Loki. It was somebody else. It was it's another god. But yeah, yeah. it turns out that that yeah um, yeah every time this artifact comes into possession of somebody, it usually comes at the end of a civilizations and everything. This has the power to destroy the world or whatever. Yeah. Unless you renounce the wish. Or the artifact is destroyed. Yeah. You know, like, um, so as Maxwell Lord is getting more and more power, he finds out after he, having a meeting with the president that uh, that there's a way for him to 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 intercept every. Uh, piece of communication tech, computers, screens, TVs, and all that, to beam himself into it and to get and to uh, touch everybody at a, at a very global scale to get people to wish for things, right? And as he's trying to leave the White House... I was laughing at the fact that he said he wanted people to touch him. Yeah. And as people are leaving the... And as he's leaving the White House, he's confronted by uh, Wonder Woman... But not before she gets her butt kicked by uh, by Barbara. Yeah. Oh, you tell me that you don't want to touch him. Oh God. Anyway. <laughs> so after the movie, um, no, I'm sorry. Excuse me. So afterwards, as uh, Barbara and, and Maxwell Lord leave, and uh, Wonder Woman finds finds that her powers are. Or, or she's losing some of her powers, Steve figures out that that was because she wished him back. So Barbara, so, um, excuse me, Diana reluctantly and forcefully 
renounces her wish, gaining her powers back and even gaining the ability to fly. She then heads back home where she dons uh, a suit of armor uh, that looks like an eagle, eagle armor. I was thinking Hulk woman, woman was going to make an appearance. Nope. So she wears a, like a suit of eagle armor that she had found that links that's that's actually connected to uh to to uh, to the Amazons and goes over to confront um uh, Maxwell Lord to stop him from broadcasting but before she could do anything like that uh she's confronted by Barbara who's now turning to uh into a cheetah this is where we get Wonder Woman the other villain. Yeah, yeah, cheat up. However, Wonder Woman beats her and then um, stops Maxwell Lord by um, by having her lasso of truth uh, hold hold on to him, kind of showing him like the error of her way of his ways, and telling the people. That the truth is all that matters. So so it forces people to renounce their truths. And then Max or Lord. Um, gets a glimpse of what's going on with his son. So he renounces his powers. And uh, goes and finds his son. Which I got to tell you kind of made me a little sad. Like that's the part why, that made do me. You wish that you, why could do you wish that your father would come and find you and hug you like he did, and then tell you that he loves you? I mean, sure, why not? Louis, you got daddy issues. There's a little bit more to it than that. It's not that I don't have daddy issues. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't have daddy issues. I just kind of wish. That my dad had that kind of level of the wherewithal that Max Ward Lord had, but anyway. Don't worry. When I have my first my first child with you, you can do that with with, with them. Oh my god! Anyway, yeah. End of the film. We see um, uh, we see everything's back to normal. We see Diana interacting with the guy that Steve had possessed. Do you think he's gonna, you know, figure out that he has sex with Wonder Woman? Probably not. It doesn't look like I he recognized her. I mean, isn't that how dicks work? After when you had sex, you it automatically knows what woman you had sex with. Dick. Yeah. No, I don't. No. No. Then how you know you had sex with me? Because I. Really? <laughs> really? You're you're fucking with me. Anyway. Yeah. And then towards the end of the movie, we meet up with the uh, with the woman that originally wore uh, the eagle armor. Yeah, with the post credit scene with Linda Carter. Yeah, the OG Wonder Woman from back. Yeah. From way back in the day. <laughs> I like the fact that she has aged gracefully. Oh, she has. 
She has. Luna Carter is a very uh, uh, attractive yeah. older woman. I don't know if that's all the makeup because I because you can tell that she hasn't had any surgery done. I don't know if that's just the makeup or is that just actually her just aging pretty well. Which I can say because a lot of white people do not age that well. No, not no. But she she aged very very well. Yes, yes, she has. You still do her, probably. Who wouldn't? <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people when I want an older woman. Anyway, so... Like I said, I really did like the... Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good movie. It yeah, wasn't... So I'm not the only one that actually liked the movie. A lot of people fucking hate it because they're saying it's that same exact plot of be careful what you wish for. Some people just felt like, you know, that there was a pro-feminist movie because of the fact she's going against a man. And I'm here going, she she went against Ares. How is this a she went against a god who is a man, but it's Wonder Woman. They don't have enough female villains. Cheetah was a was a female villain. Yeah, like I'm reading someone posting online that oh, this movie sets women back, back, and that. It, <sighs> Let's see, when she's not pining for her lost love, because we all know a woman is lost without her man, right? Well, here's the thing. She's successful. She she just wishes that she that she had more time with Chris Pine. It wasn't that she was pining for him. Pining for somebody would be like, they didn't do shit with their lives after that. Yeah. She clearly that's not the that's not the case with Diana. Diana's still living her life. Yeah. She's, because she wanted, she wanted fucking Steve's bag because that was her lover. Yeah, and okay, so she's I not. Want, these sounds like fucking people that never had had probably a significant other. I don't know what it's like to lose someone like that. I mean, you because know, the fact that I have never had that issue, but yeah, that's something that you just don't get over. Yeah, no, she's compared. She, yeah, no, this person is like saying, "Oh, Wonder," you know, the first Wonder Woman movie was like Christian Bale's Batman, and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is Adam West's Batman. Huh? So fucking dumb. Okay, I with I, semi comedy. If you think about it, not only that, but a lot of people love. 66 Batman. Yeah. I do, but that was more that's more campy funny stuff. Look, I can see, you know, um everybody thought this movie was going to be I could see why people were kind of disappointed with this movie because I think because uh, how many times was this movie pushed back? 
A lot. A lot. And when it finally came out, I was like, oh, okay. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't good. It was okay. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it was okay. I liked it. I found it to watch. I like Wonder Woman anyway because of the fact my I grew up in a family who fucking, you know, has Wonder Woman, the original set. Yeah. I like Wonder Woman as a hero. She's not my favorite, but I like, you know, I like a lot of the, the stuff. But I'm here going, I did not see a problem with this movie. Obviously, you know, I, di- I didn't grow up with, with Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that, that, that I grew up with, too, as well. You know, to be fair, and... Um... But yeah, I still like Wonder Woman. I, I you know, I thought this movie was was really interesting. Was really good. I liked it. I liked it. You know what? I'm not, I say, I'm not gonna say, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie ever." It was, it was a legit good movie. I will watch it again. But you know what? I will say this: uh, Is it as good as the first one? Mm, I don't no. think so. It's good, but it's not that good. Yeah. Look. Look, as we all know, very few movies, the sequel almost hardly ever is better than the original. Yeah, sometimes the sequel is better, but that's like a rare, rare occasion. Yeah, Terminator 2. Yeah. You know, the dark, you know, the dark night. Yeah. You know, but no, uh, I mean, this movie was good, but not as good. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's garbage. It doesn't mean it's straight garbage like everyone is talking about. Oh, but it's not like oh god, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't awful. I'm gonna give this one a, a high rating, of course, because it's Wonder Woman. And again, a lot of people are bashing on it. I had no problem with it. Also, um, okay, I like that one scene where they steal a jet plane. Oh yeah, and Wonder Woman is trying to turn it invisible. Yeah, I do like that scene. I'm like, oh, so that's how she got her invisible jet. I like the scene the way she was talking to <coughs> Steve about about making things invisible. She how she made how it all started out with the mug, and she still cannot find that mug. Yeah, that she lost it. Okay, but no, but okay, and. I don't know if you. It's one. Of, it's one of those lines. Like if you don't, if you're not paying attention, it's like you kind of you you kind of miss it. Yeah. But she said that that this was a power that she got from her father. Yeah. In the first movie, she said that that her mother made her from clay. Yeah. So at some point. Between the first movie and the second movie, Wonder Woman figures out, oh, wait a minute. My mom fucked somebody. Either that or they're going with the mythology of basically when you... Back in in mythology, they say, you know, that once women made, you know, each other out of clay, that gods were basically bring that clay to life. But, That's what I took that out of. But then I'm wondering, how the fuck do you age that? Unless that a fucking godlike power. Not only that, but 
isn't it? Um... Yeah, and then there's yeah, then you know, then that goes into like a whole type of type of logic, god type thing, shit like that. Well, here's the thing: didn't didn't in the relaunch we find out that uh, that Zeus, that her biological father is Zeus? Yeah, we did. Which means that Wonder Woman is related. What well, is her? It, if this is her father, doesn't that mean that Wonder Woman is her her big brother would be Hercules? Yes, exactly, and that would make her a demigod. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so you can take this as as a thing of, I will believe it more her that her father is Zeus and that she's not made out of clay. That could be a factor, but let's be honest, though, mythology one Zeus is a fucking asshole, and two Zeus fucks. Anything. And that's true. I don't care what Disney said. Disney made Zeus a good guy. Which I, I feel like that was a lie. And that should have been corrected. Or anything. Hades was actually a good person. But the, okay, but don't you find it a little weird how they brought back Steve Trevor? Again. I thought it was a little weird. It's not weird. Okay, wish for someone back is a little bit weird, but let's be honest, at least it was that and they didn't get a Ouija board and contacted his soul that way. Uh, anyway, so what'd you give this one as a rating? I give this one, one, one as a rating. Four and a five. Mystery sex man out of five. I'll give this one four four invisible coffee cups out of five. <laughs> Don't you mean coffee cups? Huh? Don't you mean missing coffee cups? Missing. That's why I said four invisible missing coffee cups out of five. I wonder wherever it. I wonder what happened to that coffee cup. Ugh. Who knows. Still her place? Probably. So, either still at her place or she accidentally uh, smashed it. But wouldn't you hear a breaking sound if you accidentally smashed it? Who knows? Yeah, I don't think sound could turn invisible. I think she could only turn objects into visible, but you're still going to fucking hear something. That is true. That is true. Anyway... Anything else you want to say before? Uh, is there anything else you want to mention before we uh, uh, before we wrap things up? No, that's about it. Okay, where can uh, people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Anime Velvet on Facebook, Sketchy's Anime Manga and Pop Culture Corner. It's another one. Uh, you can find me on in- on Instagram at Rome or Twitter at Marissa Marjorome. And you can find me at Twitter at uh, Draco God. All right. So that's it for this episode. Next episode. Marissa. Yes. What are we doing for next episode? We're, we're going to be talking about season two of The Mandalorian. All right. This is the way. Does it have to be the way? Uh, yes.
And uh, we're also going to be talking about some uh, some anime. Uh, I'll be talking about Mobusuke Gundam Narrative. And I'll be talking about The Master of Killing Time. So that'll be it for the next episode. Thank you all for listening. I hope to do this again real soon. Laters. Laters.